Hi, and welcome to We Can Fix It, another podcast about film. We take films we should have loved, point out how they fell short, and then we make new versions, ones we would have enjoyed so much more. It's everything you never asked for. So stick around and join us for AI, Artificial Intelligence. All right, so AI, Artificial Intelligence, starring prime Haley Joel Osment, came out in 2001. Mm-hmm. This sci-fi drama was originally in development with director Stanley Kubrick, but he had felt that no child actor would be able to portray the android, and he didn't think CG was advanced enough to create the robot. Well, he was right, and he probably should have stopped that. <laughs> <laughs> he handed the film off to Steven Spielberg and passed away before it was made. Steven Spielberg from Crystal Skull, right? <laughs> you betcha. All right. This is what we ended up with, and I think for the most part, it was received well, like, publicly. It did get like it awards. was like if yeah. you check on the IMDb, I think it's got like a seven point one or yeah. something like that. People, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's got cool. it's got pretty high. So, were you originally excited to see this movie when it came out? Well, I was. I actually remember that, and it was a big. And we're already kind of coming to the, that's why it was a big letdown. Yeah, like it was a huge letdown when I saw it in theater, and I was really looking forward to it. Right. I knew nothing about it, but I saw the trailer. I'm a big sci-fi. I wouldn't say buff, but certainly fan. And so whenever I find a sci-fi that is thoughtful, because there seems to be so few of those, like most sci-fis are just like not mindless nonsense, you know, like yeah. in, in a sci-fi setting, right? Like it's in space or it's in the slight future or the distant future, whatever it is. Right. Vin, Vin Diesel can see in the dark. <laughs> well, actually, you know, it's, it's, it's funny because it's black. It's funny you should bring up Pitch Black because it's actually a far superior movie to this one. <laughs> In my opinion. Hot take. Even even though it is that, supremely simple. Yeah, he just got some shine on his eyes and he's he's out in Colorado somewhere or wherever where it's all rocky. Yeah. Right? And they're just filming. You know, it's like, it's so basic, but I will take simple sci-fi movie that is competently done over this type of complex movie that's supposed, supposedly thoughtful any day. So when I watched the trailer for, for this movie, AI, I was like, it seems thoughtful from a director that... I had believed, and well, maybe to be fair, should maybe still believe, is that kind of director that approaches these kinds, of, uh, these types of projects thoughtfully, right? And tries to see them rendered, not cutting corners to you know try to get all every audience under the sun, and not trying to like you know little robot Jimmy's now an action hero all David. of a sudden, or oh, whatever the hell his <laughs> name is. Um, so anyway, long story short. Um, that's definitely pers- not what this movie was. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Short story long is what this movie was. So after you saw the film, do you recall walking out of there what you were thinking? Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was WTFing like all the way home. Because I remember originally watching it. I feel like the only problem I had watching it the first time was, wow, well, man, that ending. I felt like the movie ended like five times. I was ready for it to end. And it did not. And then that's when you become restless. And then you're like, no, I, I didn't mm-hmm. sign on for this. Mm-hmm. And so that's all I remember. And then rewatching, it's a very uh, little different. Yeah. Personally, once I got to the third act, I don't know where the hell they can take this. Where do they take this movie now? Like, where there is no payoff. <laughs> oh, just you wait. <laughs> There's no payoff that, A, makes sense, but also can redeem what's happened now, right? Right. And sure enough... That's exactly what happens. Like, something so bizarre. <laughs> you're just like, well, I guess that's an ending, but what? <laughs> We're just going to stop right here. <laughs> yeah. You remember it? I do remember seeing it, and I, I have I have a, a hot take as well. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say I'm probably going to be defending this movie a lot Ooh. today. 
Okay. And it's kind of a surprise. I have no notes because I'm, I'm like, Ooh. I'm going to defend this movie for the most part. <laughs> but I remember seeing it the first time. Yeah, I did not enjoy it. Everything kind of like threw me off. And I guess only now I can sort of recognize the reasons why it threw me off. And we can talk about it later. But it does have plenty to do with the fact that these are multiple stories that should have ended and they just keep going. But yeah, I definitely did not like it. I remember in the theater that I saw it in, I remember someone vocally saying, what's up with these aliens or something like that, like when they showed up. Yeah. Someone was so angry. Yeah. And I just remember not enjoying it. But then watching it again this time, I was like, oh, I should have enjoyed this. But I will also preface that with I think I watched this film now the perfect way that you should watch it, which is broken up in three parts. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Just by chance, I broke it up and I stopped it at these three parts and then started it again and realized just by doing that made the experience of watching this movie much better. Not perfect, but much, much better. That's a good point. Um, generally, I feel like I only had one problem, really. Like, if mm-hmm. sure, other things can be nitpicky things where you're just True, like, yeah, oh, yeah. why did they do it that way? Yeah. But really, the only thing that was that threw me off, story-wise, like in the first act, things seem to be happening really quickly. Her husband bringing home the boy, and yeah. she's like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> how dare you? Mm-hmm. To then her going, I love this thing. <laughs> Let's fucking, I have no return policy. I am all in. Yeah. And then I was, ve- yeah, I was surprised how fast that happened. Yeah, but you, so I, in my first note here, it says, when mother and father visit son frozen in stasis, instead of having a full conversation of events with the doctor, we get a transition from the scene back to the same scene with composition that's almost the same. Mm-hmm. So yep. you know some cutting happened there. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. they were right. trying to cut down the right. as much as they could quite yeah. clearly. Like, yeah, mean, there even, was more to that story for sure. Right. And even that happening, like, that didn't... That wasn't as jarring as I was expecting it to be. But it was, like, the pacing of the dad bringing the robot home, her very upset, like, really not into it, her then falling in love with it, and then her... Actual son coming home. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The man, son. You just waited just a little bit. You yeah. wouldn't even need David. It seemed like the son it came seems, home pretty quickly. Yeah, so that part I felt rushed. And had it been paced out, that whole thing, again, with your would have suggestion been a of ending with her leaving him in the woods, yep. that would have been a That's perfect a great movie. movie. That's a great movie right there. And it would be like sad, heartbreaking. Yeah. It's like that would be great. And Haley Joel Osment would be amazing because yeah. he's so weird in I this know. movie. Did anyone so do the good. the research? Because this is based on a short story called Super Toys Last All Summer Long. I heard about that. Or yeah. something about that. And I didn't, I didn't read it, but I read the synopsis of the story. And even that short story seemed like a better first act than this. The story is like, you, you don't know that the kid is like a robot. It's just a kid who's trying to get the affections of this mother and this mother not really being into oh, it. Oh, but you never knew. Like, you're, it's not yeah. revealed Actually, until, ah. There is a way they could have done that easily and cut the movie down. The very beginning of the movie, if you recall, is actually the creator of these robots addressing a crowd of people in his laboratory or whatever. Mm -hmm. So you know right from the beginning that the boy who enters the lives of these two people is a robot, but they didn't need to do it that way. He could have just shown up with the boy. The the husband could have just shown up with the boy, and then he seems a little bit off, but you wouldn't necessarily think, oh, well, that's a robot. Well, it all depends on the acting, of course. And the title of the film. It's AI. Well, so but, like, but do, mm, it, on the poster, is there actually the little boy on the poster? It's just his his eyes, I think. It's just his That's eyes. That's one. One is like his bear. silhouette. His silhouette has right. stepped out of the letter A. Right. Because right. there is a way. Because oh, right. 
<clears throat> considering how long the movie is and how much content they had, they could have cut the movie, like, for the trailer. They could have cut it in such a way that you don't know. Like, it's it's not really even implied that he's necessarily a robot at all. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you could go into the theater thinking, oh, what about this is about robots? Yeah. What about this is about AI? Right. Because I'm just learning about this little kid, this uh, orphaned kid who's taken in or whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. They could have worked it like that. And then through time, you realize... Oh, um, this this is a, there's something off about this boy. Is is he a robot? But but how yeah. does he look this real? And you know what I mean? Like how does he love his mother? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like how does that work? And then they explain it. Yeah, they could have done it in reverse. Yeah, right? and I think that would have been far more interesting to begin the film that right way rather than basically explain exactly what they're going to do and then do that. Yeah, right? which is yeah. what they end up doing. Yeah, that's why the short story uh, uses uses Teddy, who's clearly the best character He's in this movie. But where where the mom can relate to the teddy bear more, and the the child is also relating to the teddy bear, trying to like ask questions to this bear, so like why his mother doesn't whatever and then the mom trying to talk to this bear like they don't really connect and it ends with the mother never falling in love with the boy and just being like there's something wrong with this, oh, this machine short story. the short this story is something wrong with this machine teddy bear is it. great battery life incredible <laughs> <laughs> i know it's so silly are we, we gonna get into it we're gonna get in yeah. get into the uh, thick of it yes um, yeah, I have a bunch of notes. I'm just like gonna skip all the ones I don't think are like super. Yeah, like I necessary. and then and then the other jarring thing for me was like I guess I just completely forgot the Jude Law stuff because <laughs> I was like, oh, what is this now? That's a good I other mean, movie. That's well, again, yeah. not good. The movie <laughs> it's like three movies that get progressively yeah. worse in one movie. It was just so weird, and then the whole like murder story, like they oh, never really like go back to that. I have a note like, about what that. What is going on? Oh, he and, does. I mean, he does. That's why he's taken away. That's why he's taken they've away. They've been hunted. He's, they've been hunting him all yes, this time. Yes, yes. But that almost seemed like a... Let's, how did we get him in and out of this story? We're, it's we're definitely silly be- because, yeah, that whole second act, I guess you could call it, like as soon as you start with Jude Law, all, up until Jude Law's gone, he gets pulled away. It's kind of like Jude Law's story. It's like yes, it yeah. should be that robot, that robot story. Right. But then for some reason, it's still like the little boy's story with Jude Law sort of tacked in. Right. Even though it's structured in a way that... That, that, but it uh, would have been cool if that was like, hey, that, this is the Jude Law chapter. So it's exactly. like from his from his perspective and like him even encountering the boy. It's like it's all through his eyes, right? Um, would have been yeah. So that that's that's the better. the second half. That's the second yeah. part that I watched was starting with Jude Law, like him getting to that woman who ends up getting murdered and him being framed. And then I stopped it when Jude Law sort of gets pulled away at the end. And I was like, <laughs> great, that was a good movie. That was a good movie. Okay, it was yeah. an okay movie I mean, too. Like, the intention was to show, like, oh, here's here's how AI life is in this world, like mm-hmm. separate from, I guess, when humans are hiring them or, or buying them or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, yeah, it's, how mean the mom was to just leave him and just say, like, just whatever you do, don't go that way. Like, right. There's, what's a flesh fair? It's terrible. <laughs> That's why she apologized. I'm so sorry I didn't explain <laughs> any of this well, stuff. Well, actually, I have a I have a note about that <laughs> somewhere oh, here, but, uh, but to. To put it as succinctly as, as I can, she feels really bad about because she knows that bringing him back to his, their, their they're creator, gonna him. they're going to destroy him. Yeah, right. She ha- somehow thinks in her head that leaving him in the woods with all the dangers she now is explaining she knows about, mm-hmm. right, is somehow a better outcome for the boy. A better existence like for him. Yeah, they probably would destroy you, but like you'd feel nothing. Yeah, you know, you're not doing it for entertainment. Yeah. And yeah. That would have been better. He's, it's it's kind of the equivalent, though, like you know, like 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 
leaving a dog that you have in the woods, like just right. just letting go. I think that's supposed to kind of be the parallel. Well, except for in this reality, there are things that hunt dogs specifically <laughs> and, and destroy them in the worst way possible. This so is it's, true. it's not quite the same as just like leaving leaving the dog and you know there there aren't these necessarily like creatures that just specifically hunt dogs and torture them i did love when the but in this like, in this reality yeah. that's that's the case so that that really makes me and the thing is if the mother never knew about those things like she never if she had never mentioned the skin fair or whatever it's called flesh fair flesh fair or whatever <laughs> mm-hmm. then i would have been like okay well it was out of ignorance that she did it yeah, right she thought he would be okay life, yeah. but it's implied that she does know because she tells him not to go doesn't. unless unless what she meant like don't go that way is like towards the no, no, that's, that, is, that is what she meant, yes. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. But okay. she mentions otherworldly problems, like <laughs> uh, th- things that are happening in the world. So right, what I'm right. saying is she clearly knows. She did know about that part. She knew about that, sure. she which means like, that she knew what they do there. Yeah. And which means that she's been as she as goes, a patron to the flesh fair. She's cheered them that's on. That's Jimmy's favorite place to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or whatever yeah. his real son's name. Yeah, is. I believe it. That kid who's a monster. There's a there's Martin, another Martin. Martin. I just want to point out another theme that I especially notice. It's a little bit ambiguous in the end, but throughout really is they. It really tries hard to paint humans as evil, a lot. Sometimes like humans are the ones sometimes. who are really. I mean, if you think about it, even the way the family structure works. Right. So the father brings this boy. Think about how immoral the father actually acts, how weird he acts. So he brings this boy home who is supposed to fill the empty space in his wife's heart. Right. Right. Which means to help with her grieving. process. He knows that she's going to be fooled into thinking that this is a real boy because that's the point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He still treats it like it's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Unless I mean, Imagine unless he's not, he did it. He doesn't need it. He doesn't need it. He's a psychopath. Well, unless he's not thinking that that was the intention, because he's almost telling her like, "Hey, just know like, it's not really going to function the way that it's supposed to, unless like you say these words or whatever." And it's almost like, only if you're ready. You right. Know? But but it's, still, it's, again, you're putting it out there. It's really you're, weird. Yeah, it's, yeah, it yeah. is really weird. You're giving. You're being very generous. And with this, this son is well, and then this son is never going to age. What is I this? Know. Like, I, I don't. I don't think that's even a problem. Like, because you know, people keep cats, and cats are cats, cats are basic. age and die. <laughs> but, but they don't get big like a human does. They they're effectively infants forever until they die. Right. But who right? wants to take care? Well, but I mean, I guess so now I'm do... getting into the functionality of David. But it's yeah. like, will he immature? Like a maturity level, is that going to enhance? Because like nope. as as parents get older, yeah. they don't want to take care of kids. Yeah. Nope, nope. But, you know, not in this case. Well, that's a good point. But I'm <laughs> I was just thinking in the here and now. He he brings this this quote unquote child home, mm-hmm. right? And he unless he's a total fucking idiot, he knows what this is going to do to his right. do to his wife. And that's why I think he's actually a psychopath. It was a the father choice. is a psychopath poor choice for sure, right? But because I, well, he, he does he's totally out of sync in what is happening to his wife. Yeah. He doesn't know, understand what's happening to his wife. Yeah. When he brings this, to him, it's just like a toy. Yeah. But it's like, but the whole point is it's supposed to fill the hole that the son who is in the deep freeze right now It's like, this filled. should fix it, right? Yeah. This should fix it's it. It's definitely like an insensitive choice, but it, it is also played off. It's almost like his work gave him this special yeah. opportunity. Right. So it's almost like, it could be seen as almost like, you know, my work is, you know, this is not, they, they've actually chosen me you know, uh, yeah, uh, uh, more obligation for him on a professional level for his work to actually try I this think thing out. Had they illustrated that better, like for example, again, you can see the slicing of this slicing and dicing of this movie. Entire sections are probably missing. So the creator of the 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 boy 
there should have been some kind of interface between them. Because you never see them in the same room at the same time. The father yeah. and the creator. They're yeah. not in the same room. He literally just picked them off a screen and said, he'll do. Yeah. And then now the boy's in the, in the house of these two people. Mm-hmm. So if there was a, a different section that actually showed, like, maybe maybe the father has reservations at first. And he says, listen, do you know what this will do to my wife? I know what this is, but she's not going to understand. You know what I mean? I work for you, so I know how these things are created. She's going to think it's like a real boy. Yeah. Right? yeah. The husband you know, as a character just wasn't fleshed out in this movie. So he it's, just comes so off. He just as, doesn't have. Yeah. He's yeah, a yeah. weirdo. So he comes up. Yeah. He just comes off really weird. I mean, it, it. But that is the the core interesting science fiction element to this to the story. The fact that they would produce like these ch- children robots for this purpose to to be like surrogate children for people like is this a need in society? And I guess that's kind of like the interesting t- thing to play to play with. But when you see it all the way through, it loses its punch. Really, this is a society that doesn't think of that. The fact that you're going to get older, but the kid is not. Mm-hmm. And are you always going to need this? And what is it that you, that you need? Is it just someone who? Who, who calls you mommy and like right. wants you to read it is stories? Very prototype stage, though. Right? They just <laughs> right. made they it. get better. Yeah, they, they get just made they get better it. after a while. <laughs> they were a test like this was a test, right? Test if, you're, if you're to make a two, take the first act of the film, right, where he's in this circuit parents' home, right, trying to act like a real boy. Just the, if you were to take that and extend that out to two hours and make that its own thing, yeah, mm-hmm. there's so many. It could have been really good, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and 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 not cut out cut out any of it. Like for example, the reservations that the father might have in introducing this thing because he knows what it'll do to his wife. I made a lot of notes about this where it seemed for completely for plot convenience that that uh, what's the b- robot boy's name again? David. 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 He seems to be getting trouble in trouble a lot. Due to uh, misunderstandings yeah. of the situation, right. no one seems to ask any questions. That's what he Teddy's just gets for. in trouble, right? I like know, no one tries yeah. to determine, like, right? So he's a it, robot. He doesn't know what's happening. They just immediately think like the robot's a psycho or something like that, Though, and move on in the story. Yeah. But like, for example, the part where he tries to take snippings of his mom's hair, which is a real first part where he truly gets in trouble, right? Right, right. And where the father's like, "Oh shit, we need to get rid of this thing," probably, yeah. right? right. Um, Which of the real son is the one that told him to do it? Right. Yeah. Right. But but Martin's do, a psycho. Martin. Do yeah. yeah so stab my mother in the eye. By the it's way, going to be hilarious. That's another thing. That's another thing is. I really did not like the real kids in this movie. Well, that, but that's why I'm saying they yeah. were portraying <laughs> they were portraying the humans as like these weird creatures that are just kind of evil. But right? I mean, or I, or would that be the true fascination of humans if you did have these robots? Because, that, yeah, that is interesting this, because this is what they're playing on. It's like you're in a world with you know robots, obviously that are being um, put into households as, as slaves or yeah. servants, you know, mm-hmm. and and it's it is playing with the thought of like how do humans interact with these things or like even consider these things. Yeah, do as, they do yeah. they think it's of them like as sentience? You know, you have a Roomba. Yeah. It's there to fucking no, no, sweep up dirt. It's yeah. an interesting... It's just that these Roombas look like people. It's an, yeah, and it's beg a, for their lives. <laughs> no, no, don't kill me. Don't kill me. Please, I want to go back to my charger. Ah, I'm tired of sweeping all day. Like, it, oh my goodness. Yeah. You know, um, have you ever seen that one Black Mirror episode? It's the girl from from Captain America. But oh, she, her boyfriend. Her bo- boyfriend <gasps> dies, and something. then there is a service that where you can buy like a surrogate and it's supposed to just help you get over grief. Right. You know, that's kind of like Which a dumb worse. concept. Yes, yes. But that the way that they they played out that story was just drawn out the emotional toll that takes on that takes on a person who actually subjects themselves to that. Yeah. And and that is played out really nicely, much better than it's played out here in right. AI. Right. 
So that's why I was saying if you could extend out the first act to be an entire movie. There's yeah. so many things. Like for example, so the the real son, he I don't know. They found a miraculous uh, yeah. new medicine that that will heal him or whatever. They yeah. bring him home, and his first act is to act like like maliciously. Well, against. see, and that and the reason that that doesn't read is because you haven't had enough time to really establish that. Hey, the mom's cre- had like time has passed, and the mom has. Um, has this really nice bond and relationship with this robot. And so when the son comes home, and that's what I mean about like it feeling rushed. It's like the son comes home and immediately is upset, but it's like, of course, because now his mom's like paying attention to this thing, but you don't... They don't illustrate the organic way that it would unfold. Yeah, it's not the right impact. It doesn't have the same... So like the son would come home. This is Here's how I would imagine. The son comes home. He sees that his, his mother, which he only knew his mother... He was the only child before. Yeah, now yeah. there's this other thing, right? Mm-hmm. And so he doesn't know what to think about it at first. So, like, he maybe questions his mother, like, what is... is <laughs> what, do you think I was going to die? <laughs> and, then, and then the mother is, like, mm-hmm. reluctantly says, well, this is your brother, I guess, right? <laughs> I, uh, and I guess. He, and then he's like, what the... F- <laughs> what the... What? Like, he can't... Uh, he's trying to process the situation. You know He's your brother even, toy. He's you know your brother how toy. Even with cats, you have there is a very particular way you're supposed to when you bring a new cat home to introduce to your existing cat. There's like a process, you know, that you, it's sensitive. It's <laughs> yeah. sensitive. You're bringing your real son home. You would think that there would be like, "Hey, just so you know." I know. We, you know, there would yeah. be a talk so that he's yeah. not like coming yeah. home and being all mean yeah. and and the same, yeah, that, the same with David. Like, "Hey, your brother's coming home." What? <laughs> That's the other thing too. Is like it's a dumb toy. Not only is the father completely clueless about how the like what this is doing to the mother, mm-hmm. but both of them are clueless as to what this does to the son. <laughs> yeah, like it's, yeah. it just seems like these people are incredibly dumb. How have they survived this long in this world before you know up to this moment? If they have no ability to read other humans, like they have no idea how humans work. Yeah, that's true. The the humans are the most unrealistic thing in this movie. But maybe that's what happens when you do have a world full of like robot things and like you kind of don't know how to act socially anymore. I don't know. Maybe. But (laughs) the thing is, you're being generous and you're importing these ideas that you're having to make sense of it yeah. into the film that doesn't which illustrate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, because the, the the film itself, the structure of the home and all that stuff is, if anything, outdated. You know, it's it feels like a like a 1980s, actually, like a 1990s kind actually, of yeah, I made feel, a right? About that. All, the, all the domestic chores that she does. In this world, they have robots that are as sophisticated as people. <laughs> but if you think and about yet, it... And she's doing all the domestic stuff. But if you right. think about it, it yeah. appears that she is not working. So you know the Simpsons episode where like Marge just has no idea what to do anymore because everything's being done for her. She starts to drink, <laughs> so it's well, like maybe it's that. It's that's like what I think they were too. letting her do the. But again, know. Leah, you're importing <laughs> your explanation, your personal explanation yeah. that is not yeah. portrayed right. in the film. Right. 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 So yeah. what they should have done in the film is explained implicitly or something like that in something that they say they don't need to directly say hey the reason why we still do dr- domestic chores is because we're bored as fuck most of the time. <laughs> they don't need to do that maybe it's really expensive because like are they supposed to be and this plays into why the dad brings david home to begin with do you think they're like you know modest household so it's like maybe they don't have like the luxury of of buying robots to like do stuff for them and the dad is like pumped that they chose him to be like hey now we get to like play with this prototype you know like because right, right. otherwise it's like it's something it that out. I wouldn't be able to afford yeah. so this is cool everyone's gonna have one <laughs> of these exactly yeah. maybe I don't know again <laughs> I know I know I'm trying to I, I, you know not everything is gonna be and I understand that in a film like not everything's gonna be spelled out so 
I don't know, maybe that was like kind of the yeah. what they were trying to show. Uh, yeah. I mean, mind you, they have their son in a. It's kind. It's yeah. It's it's, it's kind of awful. It, it almost feels like it would have been more realistic if the when the mo- when the mother's real son came home, she really did lose all kind of like caring for David and leaving him in the woods wasn't a big deal for her. Like right. it's just kind of like. I don't know. You're you're a toll. You're a piece of machinery. You know, I wish I could find your off button. I don't know. (laughs) I didn't read that far in your manual. It would have been interesting if, like, Martin came home and because he's such a mean, (laughs) yes, because he's such a jerk, she's like, why can't you be more like David? And then he's just like, what? Or you know what would have been an interesting wrinkle, too? What if she chooses David over her own son? That's what I'm saying. Like, what, 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 what if this, okay, this would be an interesting story. So, um, so she turns David on. She goes through the protocols. The, she, he bonds with her, and she's like really, she's really enjoying her time with this robot kid. And all of a sudden, her son comes home. Like he's got this new medicine or whatever that'll heal him. And she's really conflicted, and she's like, uh, "This can't work. This just can't. I don't understand how I can make this work." So she shuts him off. Right. But oh, puts him in the closet. she realizes, having been exposed to this robot boy, that he's actually the better son. Yeah. So her real son's actually a piece of shit, right? Yeah. And he kind of is in this movie, actually, or at least that's how he's portrayed. And then she realizes, oh, I, I have a yearning to, like, have David around. And so it comes to the point where she, like, turns him back on, right? And then now and now his the real son is, like, cl- cluing into this, like, mm-hmm. oh, my own mother is, like, doesn't even like me as... As much as she likes this thing, yeah, and then and then the jealousy she comes. Just can't even eat spinach. It transitions into the good son. Oh, and then she's trying and to like shove like... him in a box and return the, the real son <laughs> to the for deactivation. Don't listen to it. It keeps saying that it's real and human, but it's not. But see, Please whole... throw it in the shredder. <laughs> even the whole pool party scene, I was like, "Come on, give David a break! Like he's been there for you." You know, it's not like he's acting out of nothing and trying to purposely kill Martin. Like, you see that he's backing up in defense. Why would you all of a sudden just, like... Well, that's, that's, yeah, that's why it flip-flops in terms of, like, it's, it's so just weird. a malfunctioning machine versus, like, how you are actually uh, uh, feeling like it's your real son, which is also done in a really weird way. I feel like the people that made this movie didn't have children at the time because it's, like... <laughs> Like this is what you want. This is the what you want a child for. A child to be like, change me. No one wants that. Yeah. I have children. No one. That's not one of the moments where you're like, oh, it's so great having you around. I really feel fantastic when you're like, please change me. But it's it's these kinds of instances that made me. It seemed too plot uh, deliberate. He does this thing that can only be interpreted as negative by the humans who haven't been paying attention to what he's been doing up until this point. Until conveniently after some bad things go down, right? And then they go, oh, it's clearly the robot that's bad here. But it's like too too many of those things happen all in a row. Do they see, does the mother see him as a robot? Or does, like, what is going on here? So that's why I was thinking, like, maybe, like, it would make more sense if they really didn't care at that moment. Where they really weren't fooled at all into thinking that this was a real child. And kind of at that point, they're just putting on a show and they're just like, ah, as soon as he becomes too much of a hassle, we'll, we'll dump the little bugger, right? <laughs> mm. That would have made more sense. But it's almost like they're, they're conveniently absent until the point that makes David look the absolute worst in their eyes. And then they go with that narrative instead of just asking him, like, why did you back into the pool with the other and kids? And leave in him hand? in yeah, there. Yeah, leave him yeah. at the bottom of the pool. Uh, well, yeah. that actually doesn't even make sense either because, like, does he weigh 500 he's pounds? Broken. Why wouldn't they just pull both of them up at the same time? He's too heavy. He's, that doesn't even make any sense. Pure steel. <laughs> he's made out of. So the turning point of her going, I want him to be my son, 
Is him laughing like a maniac at dinner? I don't. Maybe that's just his acting. Maybe it was like, <laughs> maybe it was like, Haley, could you laugh in the most adorable way? Okay, I got it. I got it, Stephen. Don't worry. It was t- like that was terrifying. At yeah. that point, I would have been like, shut it off. Yeah, like, I know. There, are, there are numerous parts before she actually does the code thing. Like here, this is the weird thing, actually. So when she does the code thing, and then he loves her for real or whatever it is, <laughs> right, like, right. as much as is robot it? can. He's acting like a weirdo before that, and he's acting like slightly less of a weirdo, or maybe even a lot less of a weirdo after that. So it kind of <laughs> defeats the point. The whole point is it's supposed to impress you sufficient that you're like, yeah, I can see that as my son. But it was the opposite, where it was doing creepy shit, and yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. that's yeah. still supposed to compel you to, right. to make it love you? Yeah. Like, yeah. that's just weird. Yeah. It should have been something that was more human. Yeah. Yeah. Haley, Haley, can you do anything human? Actually, sorry, Stephen. Here's what it should have been, I think. It should have been inverted. So when it comes to the house, it pretends to be like every real boy would pretend to be. It's like the perfect son. But when, as soon as she turns, does the code thing, it tries to generate real feelings for it's not putting on a show anymore. And right. in so doing, it's kind of more flawed in its rendering yeah. of what a real boy would be. Yeah. And so that would have been the, the better juxtaposition of, like, where it starts to where it goes, yeah. right? Versus it acts like a weirdo and then acts less of a weirdo when it becomes, quote, unquote, a real boy. Or yeah, whatever. even if it was, like, you know, like a toy that's sort of, like, in demo mode at the store that's just sort of repeating the same yeah. things over and over again. And then, Let's play! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then once... I'm hungry! Yeah, once it, it it's imprinted, then it's a little more natural and, and can do more stuff. That actually would have been better for the father, too. That would have been a better excuse for the father because... He would have seen through it yeah. initially. He would have been like, oh, it's, this is, they just, it's just going through the motions. Yeah. This yeah. isn't a real boy. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's kind of like having a toy, you know, that you can, yeah. that kind of like articulates like a boy kind of and says that it's things a boy would say. But my, my wife won't be fooled by this. This is just a, a stand in for when the, our son actually comes back. Yeah. Like he's reading off a card. It's going to say, please change me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I can eat broccoli. Basically, not eat spinach. It's basically a Teddy Roxman. It has like yeah. some generic things that it keeps saying, yeah, right? yeah, some yeah. generic things that it keeps doing. Yeah. And it doesn't. I would have even loved like that dinner scene where he starts to eat the spinach and yeah. like Teddy's like, You're, you'll break. Yeah, it would have been, been great if the parents are like conversing with them each other. They're just like, Can you do that? Like, is, he, <laughs> is he able to do that? I don't think you're, I don't think you're able to do that. Yeah. No. I know. But break. he could fall into a pool and be fine. But they got really angry at him. Yeah. I know. It's the, it's just spinach. Yeah, just it's spinach. It's only spinach that, right. that hurts it's technology. Really. They built that into all AI yeah. so that they can battle them in the case they go out of control. into his face too, I noticed. Because yes. his face well, because got all the like, melted. Yeah, where does it go? William Hurt should have just put like a safe word. Like if you say stop, it'll just stop whatever it's doing. I know, yeah. Come on. That would make sense. Well, that's the most basic thing exactly. you put into AI. I understand that they they this is a prototype, meaning they've given it sophistication that they haven't probably fully tested yet. Of course. Mm-hmm. So I get that it would be able to kind of rewrite its own code as it goes. So like even though it has some kind of preventative measure built into its like AI consciousness or whatever, saying don't eat spinach cuz like, that'll fucking break you. Mm-hmm. But he's able to kind of go past his own programming and reprogram himself based on the, the situation. But they don't articulate that. That's that's another problem. Is they don't actually tell you the scale of his abilities, right? Like how so like for example, he's 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 able to adapt, but but still even at the end it's like he can't adapt past the fact that his his mother mm-hmm. doesn't like give a shit about him at right. that point. Yeah. She's just gone. But he can't adapt past that. Well, he, he can't even speak. adapt to figure out that fairy tales aren't real. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so he's got a childlike mind. Oh, this, is, this is the weird thing. Like it's a like dummy. It doesn't 
seem clear to me why it should be able to overwrite its own safety mechanism. So, like, for example, maybe there's one point where he could have walked through a fire or something like that because he had he felt he had to do something, right? Mm-hmm. Which would have been overriding his own safety mechanism and could lead to his own destruction. But yet, he could override the need to be with this woman who clearly doesn't love him anymore, right? right. Or sufficient to keep him. So that's what I did find. It was a, It's a contradiction, kind of. So he's able to rewrite his own code, but it's only some of it and it's some of it that's not intuitive. Why Why he can overwrite this stuff but not the other stuff. I think we are meant to believe that this particular model of David is special. Like it's not going to be like any other model of David. Mm-hmm. That, that That's why uh, the creator was so impressed by him at yeah. the end. He's like, oh, I'm going to learn so much when I take apart your brain because it's doing stuff that we didn't even expect. That uh, That you can sort of understand like maybe it is making choices that – the way it was supposed to make choices, it didn't, you know? Uh, Like, I totally buy that you're going to come into situations that were, that were not planned for, right? Mm -hmm. Like, like him eating the spinach or him doing the whatever, right? Yeah. But it just seemed to me to be odd that, like, it's not, it's not explained how he's doing this. It's, and it's also not explained why he's able to change some of the things, but not other things about himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Just, you know, like, for example, if the the creator had said the reason uh, – what's the boy's name again? I always forget. David. 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 It's a weird name I know, Chris. <laughs> it's, it's tough. Um, it's, it's a tough David, the reason why – like, so David's talking about his mom wanting to get back with him. I need to meet the blue fairy so that she can make me a real boy so my mom will love me again. And he's like, this is so – this is so – He's like, oh, David. Oh, David. This, I made you better than this. The, the, the creator could have been like, this is so interesting. It appears that your anchor, your mental anchor in the world has become this mother figure that you've had. I, I had never intended that through, yeah, through my yeah. creating of you. But it's, it's interesting. So you don't seem to be able to get over this hurdle. If, if he could have articulated that mm-hmm. in some way, that would have made it easier for me to understand why he's like creating this fan. It's almost like he's buying into a fantasy so that he can keep this concept in his head that Despite, there's still hope that he can become a real boy. The, I feel like that's it's just Im- a... That's important to, to him above seemingly everything else, but it's just... I just don't quite understand why it's important. Maybe... You know how, like, with kids get fixated on, like, certain things? Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah, Why? it's like that, but <laughs> so stuck on loop crazy. because normal kids, even younger than David, would be able to figure a lot of this stuff out much sooner. Maybe that's how you're supposed to get over your grief. It is replaced with annoyance. And you're just like, forget <laughs> yeah. it. Just, oh, okay, send this I'm thing good. back. You still, you still want me to brush your hair? Yeah. You're 20. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, you can't return it. It says annoyance is not allowed. God it's damn it. In the return policy. Just destroy it. Flesh fair. Uh, Should we start get to the flesh fairs already, or let's get into the Jude Law part already? Because this is the wackier, <laughs> the wackier movie that I enjoyed. Well, as as you said previously, after so you could actually kind of think of this movie as getting progressively worse over yeah. time. Yeah. It, since we're talking about the Jude Law thing, it's like you get such a sn- small snippet of time where we get exposure to him as a character mm-hmm. before he just gets thrown in with the boy later on. Yeah. As though we were... It was so jarring for me. I was just yeah. like, what are we doing now? Like, yeah. But what, who is this? It, like, it seemed like it was clearly cut up a lot more than it needed to be. And the reason is because we just got exposure to him. It's not... We don't really know why we're getting exposed to this specific guy, right? Like, what? Because <laughs> he was Gigolo Joe? Crick, crick in his neck. Yeah. To, to some music. old music. That must be so old at this point. People <laughs> must not even recognize it as music. 
It could have been more interesting if he, they just introduced the boy. He's not like other robots, more traditional robots that yeah, we've been yeah, exposed yeah. to. And then cut to Jude Law, right? Yeah. And then we get exposed to what robots are actually like out in the real world and how they, you know, service human clientele. And yeah, yeah. How they function in the real world yeah. or don't function. It would nice to. It would have been nice to see seen more of that because really, other than David, you see the one female robot in the meeting. And that's yeah, it. And that's it. Yeah. And then the next that's one you it. see is, is Jude Law and yeah. you start in this in this crazy world. And that's why immediately Jude Law, he has like this brief scene and then he's set up for murder and then he sort of decides, I'm not going to be arrested. I'm going to well, cut myself up. That's, and that's like, this, this is like the, basically the second robot we've seen. It's almost like, oh, every robot sort of malfunctions. Yeah. Every well, robot won't listen to its programming. Yeah, they actually contradict themselves a bit because it's supposed to be David. God, I'm finally starting to remember this stupid kid's name. <laughs> Um, it's he's supposed to be the sophisticated one, uh, above and beyond typical robots, right? He's but but you see right. Jude Law making choices that would indicate that actually he's pretty, he's kind of above what you would expect from like yeah, for example, yeah, he's much more capable. He gets framed from for murder and mm-hmm. immediately thinks, oh shit, I can't get caught. Yeah, I don't so he die. like cuts the thing off yeah. of his chest or whatever, and then he escapes. By the way, I have a comment about how all that goes down. Um, <laughs> But, but yeah, like it's like the movie goes and contradicts itself at that point because he seems like weirdly sophisticated too. Yeah. But he's not supposed to. It's supposed to be he uniquely looks all the shiny boy that's though, sophisticated. Chris. Yeah, he's shiny. He plastic. <laughs> it's basically like a society where 50% of the population are just like weird, dumb, <laughs> don't really understand full concepts. You know what I mean? But, but other, otherwise, are just like people, you know, just like can make all those same choices, which I guess is kind of an interesting thing that's to see. That's the commentary. And that's kind of like what this movie, the, the Jude Law movie, really explores in, in depth where you get to see these uh, robot characters, especially like in the flesh fair where it's like that one nanny robot that just keeps wanting to nanny. It's like, oh, I can take care of you. Yeah, yeah. And the other robot is like, yeah, I can keep working. Like it's a glimpse into like how the robots, how they think and how they work. But I guess we didn't see a lot of how the robots are supposed to interact with society normally. You know, they don't really spend any time in that world. It's all like yeah. these weird aberrations. It's like at the flesh fair. It's at, you know, this weird home where this mother and child, you know what I mean? So, And so, why would Gigolo Joe out of all of them? Because all of them seem very much like, ah, oh, well, we're here, we're here again. Turn off my pain receptor, will ya? Yeah, yeah, and it yeah. just seemed like not a big deal. And like even like being strapped, like it didn't, like this is just something that happens. Why is Gigolo even like scared? Because he, wouldn't he be the same where it's just like, well, what's going on? Or like, I don't know. What's, yeah, what's that's happening? why. It's a, it's a weird balance where it's like, should be that yeah. like a bunch of kind of like idiots which they kind of act like idiots a lot of the times or ones that are much more sentient and being like yeah, yeah I don't want to lie I, I don't want to I don't want to die yeah well I think that's again one of the issues with this movie effectively trying to cram three movies into one is that like you said you don't get exposure to what they were like before mm-hmm. so you, you kind of lack sympathy for them too like I know that what's happening to them is bad the idea that they're being tortured right, and destroyed right. But I'm not as sympathetic as I nearly would have been because I'm like... Yeah, exactly. I I felt the same way. I was like, I think I'm supposed to feel bad for these robots, but I don't really. It stems from the fact that we didn't really spend any time with a robot that we can really relate to. You were supposed to relate to David, but... Um, I don't know how much and I like, did. And like, were you supposed to for... with Gigolo too? Yeah, exactly. I think that really that whole weird. Gigolo Joe part really, to me, just sort of felt like kind of a nostalgic view of a future. It felt like reading like a like a 1950s sci-fi novel, right, right. where it's sort of like, yeah, you know, it's still 
Private Eye film noir right. kind of a feel, right. but they're, they're robots and there's, you know, robot gigolos. Like it's supposed to be fascinating on that level. And that kind of here's a sci-fi concept you've never heard of, but since we've heard it a million times already, maybe it's just not very impactful. I don't know. I think the whole purpose of the Flesh Fair was for the public to realize, oh shit, there, there's a kid there. And them not realizing that you know, they're making kid robots now. Did you find that believable where the, where the public is like, he's just a kid, leave him alone, and they no, turn I on think, that on that guy? No, did, that, did you believe that? Considering that base level of what they were participating in already, if one, one person was like, no, man, that's a robot, fuck him. <laughs> you know, like yeah. all it took was like one, one person to do that. They'd yeah. be like, yeah, yeah, okay. It's pretty clear uh, based on Jude Law's character because he looks pretty human. You know, yeah, except yeah. minus the slick back hair or whatever. Maybe he looks a little bit too manicured yeah. or whatever. Plastic. Minus the dancing. Yeah. He was very human. <laughs> so from a distance, I like <laughs> I as a spectator, like, <laughs> Next I, I can't tell the difference between him and a normal human, right? Yeah. I, I'm just going off of what they're telling me, basically, right, at right. that point. So in which case, yeah, they oddly decide that, oh, because he's he's not a man now, he's a little boy shape, this mm-hmm. robot. That's the line. Yeah, and not only is it a line; it's a huge line because they they the whole audience, the yeah. whole audience is they on really board with not liking that. it. So that yeah, I definitely did not believe it. Yeah. You know, I thought that was a very uh, contrived turn. Yeah. But uh, the way again, Chris, you're going to think that I'm just you know making excuses for this movie. <laughs> but the way that I'm like, oh, maybe it's sort of like wrestling, you know, when like the McMahon is up there and it's like suddenly the audience is like, yeah, oh, boo. Yeah. It's almost like part of it. Yeah. And and the guy falling down might be part of it as well. It's like, oh, no, (laughs) the audience is turning on me. It's all part of the whole thing is kind of a kind of a theatrical wrestling kind of a show. Jude Law was trying to get away from him. And but once he was trapped, he's just like, didn't care anymore. He's just like, I guess I'm going to die now. He didn't try to convince them. He wasn't like, hey, you know, I can I can suck your dick or whatever. He's what he does. Yeah. He's yeah. completely submissive. He's just like, okay, I just, whatever. I guess you kill me now. I really didn't understand the purpose of it at all. I didn't of the flesh fair. Yeah, of the whole Jude Law section. Because like, if if the only purpose, plot wise, the only purpose is like, well, David's David needs to get to the the wizard to ask about the blue fairy. Like, I don't uh, yeah, I think like, that well, that's part of it. But I think the most important part of it was supposed to be so that you could see, what yeah, how the these robots are treated, and you're supposed to feel bad for them and think that human society has gone too far. Right. I think that's what you're supposed to think. I guess in the purpose of this, for the purpose of this movie, it's like, what does that have to do with David? As uh, him, him being yeah, the protagonist. Yeah, that's what right? I'm saying. Like, it would it would have been a great second movie that was just about Gigolo Joe ending up in the flesh yeah. fair and then you know getting how, away. like, sequels a lot of the time aren't strong, like, you know, sequels aren't strong movies? You're, this yeah. one just had all its sequels in one movie. <laughs> No, but that's why, like, imagine, again, that's why I think it was great watching it in these three chunks, because imagine it was like an anthology kind of show, like like Black Mirror, Mm -hmm. and you watch the first one about the boy, and you're like, oh, that's a sad story, makes me think about, you know, the future of AI and how people react to it. Great, put that away. And then the next movie is about Gigolo Joe, and you're like, oh, wow, this is a kind of an interesting kind of world of, like, you know, how people are using robots for, like, very seedy and just, you know, really abusing them, and it's like, well, we're treating these robots kind of badly, and that's the sort of thought that you have. And then the third part is like a weird – the, the two characters from those first two yeah. shows that you saw are suddenly like together and you're like, oh, well, this is kind of an interesting. Right, and let's right. see them both See-ing get out of this thing. That's like a nice third episode of, of, a, of an anthology yeah. series I think would have been great. Yeah. David gets an arc. Jula, does he get an arc of any kind? No. Does he change in any way? Does he discover <clears throat> himself? No. 
He is really just in service to uh, David. Yeah, he's just a tool to push <clears throat> the plot along, basically. I mean, what does he really help David do except for, uh, like, kind of explain how some shit works? Yeah. Which wasn't even really necessary if you think about it. He yeah. could have just wandered. He could have found his way into this big city. Uh, where was it? Chicago? Was it Chicago? Or where the hell were they? It wasn't Chicago. It was somewhere else. Manhattan. Like Manhattan was the end. <laughs> I know. It just said, said it in such a weird way. Before yeah, that. I don't think it was. I don't know if it was like um, specifically. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he could bumble his way in there and he could have asked some strange robot people and been like, oh, hey, I, I need to find the blue ferry. They needed the guy from Entourage to drive them in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're not going to pick up a little boy on the side of the road, right? They need to be lured with like the, the sex promise. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> the weird. Yeah. It was so weird. But, and like, yeah. And there was no disturbing. payoff to that, too, by the way. They just, you see them in the next scene, and they're just walking through the city, and I'm like, he didn't even fulfill his promise. <laughs> he, he, did not. he didn't help them up. You know, he murdered them. He probably yeah, murdered he them. Yeah, he probably murdered them. <laughs> <you know? laughs> oh, boy. The yeah. internet. Well, should we talk about the internet, future internet? How it, you have to go to a place, and you have to combine fairy tale and fact, and then ask. Oh. Like that has that's oh, how the internet right. works in that future. Yeah. Like for that you to ask was, questions. That seems silly, but that's just Ooh. out of. It's more like a carnival game, though, is what I took it as, because I, they just want your more money. I so found it's almost the, like you got to be specific. It is, but I think it's supposed to be like a fascinating kind of concept. Wow, you can ask this thing anything, no, it and it'll know anything. It seems so like it's it, it's so. Did the internet not exist in two thousand one? No, it did. <laughs> I know that because I was using it. So, but um, <laughs> to complain about this movie, God damn it, lost my. But I was just thinking, like, what is the least offensive part of the movie? And it's probably the part with Robin Williams taking on the role of that weird wi- uh, wizard guy or whatever he's supposed to be. Right. Right. Did you like the animation in that? Oh, it's great. I felt like uh, you know when you were lining up to go on a ride at, yeah. at yeah. Uh, Disneyland. That's I did it think it was like. good. I think I think of all the things that aged in the movie, that's one of the things that aged better. <laughs> I, and I mean that. Yeah, no, no. no. I mean, if you're thinking CG exactly and all that stuff, yeah, it looks. It yeah, looks it is like when you go to one of these theme parks and they've yeah. got this like digital thing yeah. that's like projected into the air or something, and yeah. you're like, "Whoa, that's pretty cool," but like it looks pretty fake. Maybe, but but it doesn't really matter because you're just like, "Oh, the spectacle." Of it, you know? Maybe maybe you're right. Maybe because these are just again two dumb robots that don't know how to. <laughs> To navigate the real world, they're going into this thing and being like, "This is how we get answers." Yeah. While there's a bunch of kids lining up and being like, "Why are they taking so long on the in the the science <laughs> you question help ride?" Me, you need help looking something up, yeah, guys. I can look it up just on my I phone. I mean, it's and it's possible because, like, again, if you're thinking, "Okay, this gigolo robot, all he all he knows is like how I'm going to please this lady or man or whatever," yeah. and that's all. That's like the limit of like his knowledge. And David's like a a kid. So, yeah, and yeah. Then now you're combining those two combining, things to yeah. figure out yeah. you want to find, find But the they did they did find, I guess what they added in this movie was like this kind of like puzzle twist. And it's like a secret code that I guess the creator has put out to all of these Dr. No, <laughs> Dr. No booths in the tri-state area <laughs> that if anyone asks these two questions, you have to say this thing about the weeping lion. Good Easter egg. <laughs> As opposed to just telling David where he is, <laughs> the weeping lion. Yeah. Just tell him. You yeah. you want this robot back, yeah. don't you? That's not even. We'll a... See how smart he is. <laughs> yeah. It's another test. I'm actually comparatively. I'm okay with that. It's how they get there that I have a problem with. So that's when the police. Can oh, the, 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 the police cruiser. Yeah, He's and like, they steal. I don't know how to drive this thing. They take, do you? They yeah. take Jude Law and they leave their little flying go kart thingy there. Yeah, and. Conveniently, the keys, I guess, are still in the ignition or something like that. And a small <laughs> robot child climbs in and starts to fly it. 
right? With like this, this is the supposed to be the future, right? right like right. you would think there'd be certain like safety mechanisms inside of this thing that would disallow anyone no, from crawling in. No, it's like everybody's dumb these days. So it's like it really, it's like idiocracy <laughs> where you have to make it super easy now because no one can think for themselves. So it's like. Boop. <laughs> is that the case? <laughs> the oh case. my goodness! I, That's what I, the I, yeah, I definitely there. don't believe that. Again, that difference. You can build these super realistic robots in this society, but you can't make a, a police vehicle that can't get yeah. stolen by a little o- boy. Yeah, and like essentially, the overall theme of this movie is is just like a an AI version of Pinocchio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get yeah, that. Pretty much. For sure. William Hurt is Geppetto. Uh, yes, yes, right? yeah. And he's trying to, yeah, he's trying to figure out how to become a real boy. <laughs> yeah. Which but, he never will. Sorry. But he, yeah, he never, he never will. I, I simultaneously <laughs> would say. <laughs> For a day. Yeah, the, the story is quite a bit different in mm-hmm. how it's yeah, being yeah, told. Sure. So yeah. I do give them credit for that. The problem is they didn't take the right cues. Even his creator doesn't seem to give that much of a shit about him. It's He's still just a thing. Yeah, yeah he's just a thing. And, yeah. and there's yeah. a story yeah. behind there, right? Because like he obviously designed David to look like his son. Yep. Is that the thought? Yeah. yeah. You know? And it's like, did well, that, something tragic happen to his son? Like, does that, did they a, even go into that? No. Well, not really. So it's like, no. maybe something tragic happened to his son, and like, because he felt the need for himself, like, ended would, up making yeah. this thing. But, but then that's a story that just hasn't been told, or like... Yeah, well, but, which makes me think it's purpose, purposefully making all of the human characters, like, unlikable, unfeeling, so that you really want to want the audience to be in David's perspective of like, oh, these people don't, no one cares about me. No one's treating me like I'm an actual living thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, you said something very interesting because this actually reminded me of what I thought in 2001. When this, okay, so when he goes to Manhattan, right? And he goes to, like, for some reason they've got their headquarters and it's fucking this flooded, destroyed city, but their headquarters is So that's interesting, which I wasn't sure, because I didn't catch this at the beginning, but in the 22nd century, rising sea levels from global warming have wiped out coastal cities, reducing the world's population. So that's that's why Manhattan. No, no, I get that. I get get that Manhattan as a city has been destroyed. Oh, oh. What I don't get is... Why do you still work there? Why why did they set up shop there? (laughs) It's real cheap rent. It's real cheap. Yeah, really cheap rent. So, do you want me to move my office? Here's what I I gotta pack everything up. Hell no. The I thought his creator was going to adopt him. Mm. You thought there was going to be a payoff for him. There was an implication there because remember they there was this other scene um, where you see that it's his son. It's created in the likeness of his son, and I thought Mm -hmm. when he actually sees his creation in motion. Like, maybe he didn't appreciate it before. Yeah. But his creation, like, has a mind of its own. It can kind of, like, program itself, et cetera, et cetera. He might fall in love with it. And I thought, oh, he didn't, ex- and he doesn't expect this. Maybe he confronts David, right? His creator confronts him. Mm-hmm. And then he he feel, he starts to feel something. Oh, like, I could actually love this boy. Like, this boy is like my son. Yeah. And then and then he grows attached to him, right? Yeah. And I was thinking, oh, he maybe he adopts that, the boy. And I to me, that's where this was going. As soon as I saw the creator in that building... Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, "That's where it's going, and then it's going to end there." He's gonna, he's gonna maybe not have a mother, but <clears> have <throat> a father. Right, right, right. <laughs> which, which is the problem with this with this film? Which I think it's like the 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 pacing and that that choice of like prolonging the story for so long because you're feeling that, and I felt that way. I think when I saw it originally too, because I was like, "Just end it already," you know. Let, let's, restless, yeah, you know, yeah. we're we're getting no resolution to any of these threads, and it also 
comes in, into point with like Gigolo Joe. Here's a character you're introduced to. And now he's like, gone. yeah, what's going to happen to him? Yeah. That's it? He's gone? He's pulled <laughs> yeah. away? Yeah. That, by, that was by it? A, by a magnet that it's just in that scene. They didn't do it before then. They yeah. actually <laughs> took him into custody, custody the old fashioned way the first time, <laughs> but they used giant magnet the second time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. Jesus. You couldn't hold yeah. on to him? You need the big magnet. <laughs> you need the big magnet. <laughs> <laughs> How expensive yeah. that is? And why, does it, why does it lock on to him? Because. Because David's also a robot. Oh, he's real heavy. Don't you remember? He sinks <laughs> to the bottom of the pool. He's like 400 pounds. Pure steel. Made, we'll make this one out of pure steel. The old gigolo models are made of a certain... <laughs> yeah, it's just clearly they're set trying to... The, like, how do we set get, the magnet to gigolo. How do we get July out of, out of this movie as soon as possible? <laughs> yeah, they just airlift them out of there. But anyway, yeah, I think we were all uh, ready for this movie to like wrap up at this yeah. point. But this is the start of the third movie. Right. Yeah. Wait, the so how... much weaker of the <laughs> And I can't movies. even remember now how his uh, conversation with William Hurt ended. What happened there again? William Hurt left to go get scientists because he's like, the scientists are going right to love. Here. Yeah, stay here. Yeah. And uh, the, uh, David goes outside and kills himself. He jumps out the window. Right. Well, that's the... Well, actually, I don't even know if that's the implication. Does he actually try to kill himself? I, I think mean, so. Like, he, just he, falls, he, he purposely falls off of a building I don't at a depression. He, he cares so little about his current circumstance. He's not even thinking of killing himself. He just doesn't not think of anything at all. He's just like let it. He's he just, just like, he just got blown off of the building. He just like doesn't care. Yeah, yeah no, he definitely yeah, doesn't yeah, care. Yeah, but it's just, not like he doesn't care and he's gonna stay there and no, and, and like let the scientists do whatever. Like existence is not yeah. not necessary because I'm not real. Never gonna be real. My mom's not gonna ever love me. So I'm, yeah. I'm just gonna. Yeah. What's my purpose? I think now? he wants to kill himself, which is super dark and super depressing for this guy's story that you've been following for so long and then some magical fish swirl oh, around yeah. him and and carry him to that underwater coney island that was why weird. not hey why not <laughs> <laughs> oh, everything's a robot they should have <laughs> talked to him too they should have said we got you brother or something, and then just like did their robot <laughs> <laughs> looking for the blue fairy we know where he is <laughs> yeah they could have done that but teddy's with him at this point yes Teddy is the one that pilots uh, yeah. the thing down to get him. That gets him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Teddy rescues him. Or and wait, then he's... And then... That, oh, wait, I'm totally forgetting. Is it Teddy that rescues him or is it Jude Law? I feel, and then like, Jude Jude Law sees, I feel like Jude Law sees him fall off the building, right? And he goes down to... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Jude Law. And then when he's about to like let him into yeah. the thing, he gets... Yeah, yeah, he gets so he's left with the... With the vehicle that Jude Law was The vehicle, yeah. Thankfully, they were at least smart enough to think... Having a bear pilot, this a little teddy bear. Yeah, pilot, this yeah, that's what's more dumb. believable. That's yeah. a little more believable. Yeah. But but what I Teddy's what I so smart. what I thought was weird too is like conveniently this thing that's like a flying car is also aquatic. Yeah. Do you ever notice that it was yeah. a little bit odd? All, all vehicles, vehicles are can, all terrain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would never buy a vehicle that can't go underwater. What a waste of waste of money. What yeah, year do you think it is? Especially in a world where all coastal cities have been like. Yeah, all, yeah, I guess that, that does that, that 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 tracks that tracks. That tracks. <laughs> so maybe <laughs> then we get to the blue fairy that they yeah. happen to to find, and he wants to go down. He's like, the blue fairy's down there. Yeah. And then he parks there yeah. for eternity. Well, he didn't mean to. He gets uh, right. stuck there. The, yeah, Though, Ferris if he wasn't along. stuck there, do you think he'd ever leave? He's just staring at it. It doesn't her. seem like he's even trying to leave. He doesn't want to. The yeah. narrator says he prays and prays. Yeah, then Ben Kingsley came back. Again, this is a pacing issue. Did it come out of nowhere when the narrator came back in? Yes. Because I completely forgot that Absolutely. there was a narrator. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, because yeah. I couldn't remember. You're, you're right. I had the same thought. I was like, was it? wait, was there any narration before this? 
I can't remember if there was. I can't any. remember, but it, it is there at the very, very beginning. Is there? That okay, explains yeah. all right. the coastal cities, but, you but, know. But that is a good point that you can't introduce the narrator again at that point because people have, will have long forgotten that he was ever there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not like, like, I can understand, like, you got your Morgan Freeman esque narrator, you know, kind of punching in every once in a while, you know, to articulate some details about the world. And, but you do it at a level like maybe every 20 minutes or every 30 minutes at least so that it can still stay in, in memory but they don't do that and so yeah. yeah it was really jarring for me I was like why are they narrating this like right. this is so out of left field this is so I, I think when I first watched it I accepted that it was the aliens talking not even a narrator I was like oh aliens are talking I guess which doesn't <laughs> yeah, which yeah. again added to your frustration of why are you tacking on this stupid right. this stupid thing but they're not aliens they're just the advancement of the AI to this point yeah well, I figured that out. I figured yeah. that out. Like you were saying that people, as you recall, in the theater were actually like, "What are where are these aliens come from?" Mm-hmm. In the year yeah. four thousand. Yeah, I figured out pretty early on that they weren't actually aliens, just because you could see like little bits of light and stuff like that moving mm-hmm. around them. And I was like, "Oh, I see what they've done." Okay, so it's actually the AI Slender has advanced such computers. that they just yeah. look like these weird glass things filled with computer chips or whatever the hell they're mm-hmm. supposed to be. By the way, and and I say that negatively, but I actually didn't mind the designs. For these uh, the super skinny. future AI things, yeah. I actually thought they were okay, and yeah. I and I thought that it worked within the bounds of what 3D graphics could do back then. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. It kind of works for that. Yeah. Again, I'm always accepting of of bad effects if of like the the, if the story and narration or narrative is strong and the concepts are strong. Yeah. Like I'm I'm down for that. How did you like how they communicated information to each other? How they touch and then their faces pass on the images. To like the, to to, yeah. the, like to the next robot, they don't have Wi-Fi in the future, I guess. Maybe the infrastructure's down. I guess not. They just wanted to have a visual way to explain, like, because if you think about it, if real, okay, we can't even get into <laughs> realistically the, what they would telephone. be. This is David. <laughs> oh, he's David. He's David. He's David. We found him. Oh wait, yeah. what? You found him. <laughs> yeah. If they're all using, Hello, Mavis. If they're all we effectively the using robot telepathy to talk to each other and communicate all information, it'd be really weird for the audience. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't yeah. see anything. It'd just be yeah. a bunch of robots standing there, not doing anything. You'd be like, "Okay, is someone going to do something?" Yeah, they 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 had to convey the point that they yeah. are able to absorb David's entire experience. Yeah, you know. That's some good tech right there. Good tech. I don't, I don't want to say you're coming around, Chris. Good movie. Do they do they explain? <laughs> does it does it actually tell you a year? Like, a t- is there a timestamp? They just like say two thousand years later. Two thousand years later. Okay. Yeah. So the problem I have with this is <laughs> how he doesn't degrade. Yeah, he doesn't years? degrade, and his internal battery, whatever, well, is powering is what up. I'm like, saying, he, even it lasts two thousand years. No, it, it, he shut down a long time ago. The the, uh, the aliens, aliens brought him back, and they said, "You're the last thing." Because so like, when they so, find, cause when they find they, him, he's like all frosted and stuff. Yeah, but they didn't say, "Oh, we rejuvenated your power supply or something." They just like kind of woke him up. Yeah, they, and so I was you like, can see because they touch him, because it's, it's implied though he didn't willingly shut down, which means that he drained his power supply yes. somewhere yeah, along the way. Yeah, he was just saying blue fairy for. But that's why I would have, I would have liked them to be like, uh, we brought you back to like as good as you were when you came off the assembly line. Just say something like that, you know? Like, yeah. Even if he was yeah, more degraded, know, I mean, even if he was like already like exoskeleton and then they touch him and he sort yeah, of rebuilds. Yeah, like he, he moves his arm and it cracks and yeah, they yeah, and they yeah. and they use their robot technology to like basically repair him, bring him back. Yeah, that would have. Uh, that would have been kind of neat. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I'm happy that Teddy was still around. <laughs> oh, see, they brought Teddy back, too. Yeah, yeah. Why weren't they equally interested in the uh, police chopper? <laughs> Look at this. 
Cool. <laughs> Look at this. Let's absorb well, the police chopper's they experiences. Might have, they might have found like a whole bunch of those already. <laughs> oh, no, this is the only thing they been... found for from that time. They were saying that you're so unique, David, because you're the only one who's oh. been around from way back then. Oh, I see. So the implication is that these robots are historians of a sort, I guess. Robot historians. Like they're really interested in yeah. past human history. Yep. And the significance of David is, I think it's actually said that you're the only surviving one of your kind of that time, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And it's, we've never met a human, yep. and you're the closest thing that we've ever met. Exactly. That, yeah. that has, you've actually contacted, you're like you've with interacted that. with real humans, and we yeah. met, we, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that actually is not a bad foundation mm-hmm. for why they would do what they do. The, and then the, what they do yeah. really falls apart. The, the, so, yeah, here, okay. So, so is the thought that so is the thought that they have like remade a whole bunch of humans because they were like no. we can do this. But oh yeah, yes, you're right. DNA, right? You're right. So they're like, oh yeah. Why did they say? But why did they it, say they because? But because none of them have been able to last more than a day. That, that was their I have caveat. A, I have that a was big their problem. caveat. I have a big problem with that. Ooh. I have a huge problem. It's like with our that. clones are. So what's so special? Can Can't you figure out enough in a day? You you know. It's not even that. It's like arbitrarily chosen that. It, these things only last a day. Like, I can, we can make a whole person. We can even reconstruct how they would be based on memories from you, David, right? <laughs> but but we have insufficient technology. Even though we've actually literally cloned the person, we've made them. They yeah. can only last a day. They Then they degrade. It's so bizarre. We can't make them not degrade. How did you get keep that hair alive for 2,000 years? Please share that yeah. technology with us yeah. because that would really help us Is out. Just ice? <laughs> just ice. People just, oh, we keep, oh, we keep adding acid to it. <laughs> That's our mistake. That's yeah, that, really unbelievable that, that Teddy's – the hair that Teddy has saved is still around. It was very – yeah. he kept it in a pouch though. All right. And, and the other thing... Do you remember when you cut mommy's hair <laughs> and a... it dropped on the floor? I was a creep and looked it up. <laughs> I kept it in my t- teddy bear. <laughs> I'm creepy there. Didn't mommy <laughs> tell you that there. that's how not, I'm sold? I did not belong to Martin. <laughs> I belong to mommy. Mommy's <laughs> creepy bear. It would have been, oh. been oddly appropriate if the bear not only had the mother's hair, but had a whole bunch of other hair. <laughs> Yeah, that he's been collecting along the way. Who do you else do you want to bring back? Yeah. That weird guy who tried to kill us at the flesh fair? Yeah. I've got some of his hair. Yeah. See, that would actually be more appropriate, oddly enough. That mean boy at the pool. Yeah. Then the, the, I have some of his The skin. alien's like, uh, come with us, Teddy. And they, they lead him out of the room. They're like, oh, my God, the DNA samples like... on Teddy's. He pulls out what, what looks like a child's finger. Like, oh, how'd that get in there? What do you want? I got uh, I got eyeballs. I got. <laughs> but okay, so I just want to get to how this, how you internalize what what's happening at this. Like, <laughs> what is happening? So there is these. So these robots, which are effectively the us of the future, mm-hmm. right? So they're very sophisticated, but they're even more sophisticated than us. They can like do all kind, technologically. They're way more advanced than than we were even at that point in time. But the reason why I'm thinking that they're basically proxies for humans is because they seem to have human curiosity. And also they seem to look at David as also a prop because he's effectively in a zoo. Right. Yeah, a yeah. Zoo for him. It's a prison. Right? The, the, his last day? Is that what you mean? Like that, that, yeah, that like suit? All the, all the accommodating that like, they do with just, him yeah, is them just trying to fulfill their curiosity. But it's not really... how he would interact at home? Like how that... 
Yeah. I think that's the reason why they built that environment. Yeah, I guess you could see you could see it that way. Other or or, just or you just level. maybe it's like just yeah. making him comfortable so that. But if you think about it realistically, though, these robots of the future are extremely sophisticated, and no doubt they're far more intelligent. Like and their the evolution is, from AI, it's like no human interaction actually for those things. Right. right? Exactly. It's like yeah. you know, two two thousand years have passed; they haven't even interacted with humans. So yeah. it's just like AI's natural evolution yeah. has turned into that. Somehow. So my take was they were putting on a show for David, just purely to extract the information they wanted from him. Hmm. And they put him in this effectively a future zoo of some kind to kind of prod him and like make him believe, you know, make him comfortable so that they can see how he interacts. For so educational purpose, so not necessarily purposes. entertainment. <laughs> but yeah. but yeah. these, yeah, not for entertainment per se, but, but just to yeah. satisfy their curiosity. But nevertheless, that I think is the case. It's like, so there are these, and this is the reason why I say that is because as sophisticated as David was, he still clearly was not of the intellect of a person. There are still some things he could not traverse, like he could not go beyond, right? Yeah. There's some simplicities about how his brain works. Maybe indeed, like a small child, you know, like that he just can't get past. Am I to believe that these robots from the future are actually seeing him as like basically one of them? No, I don't. Th- I don't want no, that. No, no, no. They're no, way no. more they're sophisticated. Learning. They're, yeah. they're learning they're, of like a past of but, history. Right. So to me, they're putting on a show for him to right. extract the information they want from him, so that they can feel satisfied that they, whatever they have a better understanding of history or whatever. But that's why I took the whole situation as kind of fake. You know, like they're putting yeah. on a show. He's basically in a future zoo of some kind. And all of this is basically, he's basically totally alone now. Mm-hmm. I know that he's found these AI of the future, but he's still totally alone. Yeah. Even though, like, this is where they take the story. And maybe the implication was, oh, you know, like these future ro- the future robot society's perfection. It's a utopia of sorts, right? Yeah. But really, he's still totally alone because there's no way he can relate to these things. Yeah, I- I- exactly. That, that's what, like, they were so strange that I didn't even get to there. I didn't, I didn't give them any motivation at all because... I felt like it was so... This, again, the story is not about them. The yeah. The story is still about David and yeah. like how he's going to, like, what he does now. Which feels so forced in the sense where it's like, we just want this movie for David to finally get that Have dream that he's been searching his entire, the entire movie for, to become a real boy. We got to well, somehow resolve the narr- it Yeah, because even the narration that. at the end was just like, and that was the one, <laughs> the, that was the first time he actually fell asleep. <laughs> fell asleep, yeah. I mean, because I... I I think, you know, you're supposed to uh, imagine that he doesn't He's wake up. Done, yeah, like, that's yeah, it. Yeah. He, he finally gets his happy day, and then you hope which, that you hope that he doesn't wake day, up. Which was a game of hide-and-seek. Yeah. He got bathed. First, he makes, co- makes coffee for mommy. It's like, oh, good, can't have your kid making coffee for you? <laughs> Just the way you like it. Yeah, and even the mother's yeah. kind of weird, because I guess you're supposed to believe that this is the real mother, but she's, like, in this weird haze of, like... Where am I? It's so okay. Let's just play hide and seek. Like today. the relationship is like played off to me really weird. Yeah, like it yeah. wasn't a mother son like relationship. Yeah, none weird. of it seemed real. Everything seemed just like a big dream sequence, which yeah. I guess is why it's why it's frustrating. That's more evidence for what I was saying in that they're just trying to placate him. The person they bring back clearly isn't the same person that left him. So this reconstruction they've done of his mother 
is like a. It was really poor, just to fulfill like what is to fulfill his his yeah, his, his, his dream his, his fantasy. Yeah, I mean, but there's there's they've said that it is her. Like it, they but it said clearly that isn't her. Like it clearly how it, it, it how she or whatever it is acts to him. It's yeah. like she acted similar she, to the beginning of the movie. Well, so this, this she's just a weirdo. Yeah, but this is kind of like an interesting thing that I didn't realize then watching. But it's almost like the future AI have delivered to David a fake mother the way that the creator delivered a fake child to the mother before oh, and it's like it did it doesn't good. matter it doesn't if you're real or not as long as you play hide and seek and change me <laughs> and give me a bath and read me a story that's all i want from you for a day you know what would have been that's a good one you know what yeah. would have been interesting circling back yeah. what if yeah, the future he meant robots he meant created a kind of west world where they recreated all the i don't know why they would arbitrarily choose this specific point in time but let's just say they created they created a world Filled with all the people that were alive at this point in time, they recreated them as robots. Right, and the one person they were missing was David. So when David, when David joins this, <laughs> zoo, this zoo, this my zoo one danger. missing puzzle yeah. piece, he he gets added. But now, now him being a robot boy isn't a problem because they're all robots. <laughs> yeah. That's so, right. so and now, then everyone still ignores him. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, it's weird. I'm too busy playing with my other robots, son. It wasn't about being a robot at all. We just don't like you. <laughs> we were trying so to. Weird. <laughs> so we were trying to put you down, you know, <laughs> kindly. But now we have to say straight to your face: we just don't like you. We just don't like you, David. I thought it was. Um, could have been uh, the entire movie was a really long Folgers commercial. Yeah, it's got that nice soft focus. Soft focus. Nice, yeah. He like like, hands her the cup of coffee and she's like... Yeah, the whole movie feels like you just woke up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done, Spielberg. (laughs) (laughs) Made a great Folgers, a great three-hour Folgers commercial. (laughs) That actually would have been hilarious if that's how they ended ended it. That's the only reason they recreated him because they need to make the advertising for it. Like they they put way too much focus on this coffee for some reason. Right? You're just watching it like what Even the, the fuck? Why why are they p- putting so much? And then she slowly lifts it, she drinks it, and she's like, mm, mm, you know, like she's smelling it yeah. and everything. Yeah. And then they're both there side by side. They're the perfect family again. And then it cuts right. There, right. She looks Folger, with yeah. the Folgers bag, yeah. and like it says Folgers on the cup yeah. too. <laughs> she looks at camera. She's like Folgers coffee. And David's like, what are you ta- what are you talking <laughs> about? You talking and then you realize he's like an AI that has to go through that just so that his acting is good in that one moment. Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> it's like method acting. The long for, play yeah, for yeah. Like he, he's yeah. We build created yeah. for commercials. Exactly. We build robots <laughs> that so that they could act in this thirty second commercial. They go through this all this trauma just so they could act perfectly. We really don't believe that you care that much about the coffee. We're gonna. <laughs> Start again, another 4,000 years. No child actor is going to be able to portray. <laughs> that, CG's just not advanced yet. Why not? That's just as believable as the ending of this movie. I kind of think they should have gone, since they <laughs> want, since they straight up jumped the shark at the end there, it kind of happened before that, but why not have him get a visit from God, him or itself? Like, sure. let's say, let's say, sure. let's say, let's say, <laughs> why not? Why not? Let's say the, so much time has passed. Like, we're talking about hundreds of millions of years, maybe a billion years or something like that. And the, the, the sun is about to go supernova or something like that. And then God shows up. Basically, it's, you know, like he's at the bottom of the ocean, still frozen. And God shows up. And he's like, you're you're my only creation that has survived or whatever. Mm-hmm. I shall grant your wish or whatever. Yeah, and then yeah. it actually does really make him a real boy. But yeah. he's like in the middle of an ocean. Like, and he drowns oh, right away. He just drowns right away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to swim. 
float now. Now that he's a real boy, he can float. Yeah, I used to be able to breathe underwater. <laughs> so I'm assuming the, the way, way that we fix this movie already, very simplistically, is make it an anthology. Yeah. Or like a true three-part, like... the. There are two sequels to the first movie. For me, that that would fix and it. And that would fix the pacing. Yeah. That would fix the storytelling of yeah. David coming home and mom just like, yeah. no, I got to get rid of Or it's a three-hour uh, coffee commercial. Those are three <laughs> ways to fix it. Well, I mean, Perfect. like, again, I think this is a great movie in terms of uh, science fiction concept and touching on all of these uh, interesting aspects of, like, AI integra- integration into society. I think uh, emotion um, character-wise is kind of weak. Everyone makes weird decisions that yeah. you, no one can really relate to. And then the ending just got really, really weird. Yeah. was so, was like unnecessarily wrapping up a yeah. story that you didn't care so about. So it could be a three-parter. The last part can't be in can't be part of it though. <laughs> they need so to where would the natural well, that, where would the natural end be? Him just getting stuck in the water, and then you end on him just like forever praying to this blue fairy. Yeah, you could. End. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could just end with him, and it kind of like the audience realizing, oh, he is just a dumb robot that has is just gonna forever reach for this unattainable dream and whether the audience feels bad for him or not that's up to the audience you know but that sort of makes sense and I guess there is like an interesting third movie in there uh, with that concept of like AI's AI so many years later doing something and even like how you're saying some kind of recreation of like a one day kind of an event that's an interesting theory in there somewhere so it's just a a really slap slap together (laughs) vision of some interesting concepts for that last piece but there could be something in there right, that right. could be a good I'm just trying to think of how it can end that's satisfying it's um, only because the whole and I mean like the reason that it's it's hard to find a resolution is because I I don't even really care for David all that much yeah, like, that's, yeah. the way they've handled yeah. him but you really don't care at the end like as much as you didn't care before that right once yeah. it gets to the third act you're just like Listen, I just want the movie to end. I don't, what yeah. is happening? Like, like his acting when she leaves him in the forest is like, oh my god! Like you do, you feel bad for him because you're yeah. like, oh man, you're just gonna leave him there. Yeah. And so if you were to cut it there, all the feels are there. Yeah. But after that, it's just like, oh my lord! Like yeah. what is happening now? He makes like, he makes all on? these choices that that pulls you further and further away from the character. Yeah, like, like even like, at the end when he like he smashes the other David, like at that point too, you're like, God, this guy's a monster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that as well. Yeah. Really, if if his creator had adopted him like a, as a son, to me that's like the closest thing to a, a fulfilling ending for, he, for David. Yeah, yeah. For David, yeah, yeah. 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 For, for David, but also for the creator who we didn't get much exposure to. Because of the failure of the parents, like as believable human beings, I was actually hoping the creator would be the payoff, would be the thing that okay, this is the real human. Yeah. He's a real human. Yeah. Because that's what right. I felt throughout the yeah. whole thing. I was like, man, like, David, you're trying to get back to mommy. So she sucks, though. Yeah, you she know, doesn't. The whole time. Yeah. I was just like, oh, like, yeah, why? Yeah, that couple's weird. Just, yeah. It's just because he's imprinted and... Uh, yeah. Is loyal like like a words. like a dumb like a dumb That's dog. Right. But you're right. If giving the creator even uh, that desire to to uh, adopt David and and give him some kind of a proper life, it's almost like a redemption arc for yeah. humanity. You know, like yes, we've built these things and we've abused them, but now Do we've evolved and we're they mean something, and well, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna take care of it. Fixed it. He didn't need to be fixed. He just needed to be chopped up. Needed to be edited. Needed to be chopped up, and the last movie maybe just throw that one away. 
I, I good, think two good movies in there. There's probably in some vault somewhere. There's a lot of footage that got cut out. It's just waiting for someone to clean cut, basically. Yeah, and Spielberg will have none of that. Yeah, he won't have it. He once, doesn't want it. Once, once he's dead, we'll get an AI to edit it all together. Get <sighs> an, an AI to we'll edit AI. Someone's got to work on that. Already an AI made movie. That's why it was like that. <laughs> That's like Google Deep Dream. What is it? Yeah, Google Wet Dream. Yeah. Google Wet Dream. Yeah. <laughs> so many people that? typed in flesh, yeah. flesh, oh, flesh, and fair. fair for some reason that it connected those two. Oh God. Flesh fair. All right. Well. I think we covered most of it. <laughs> we covered yeah. a lot. It's great. It Thanks, all. guys. Thank you. Thank you. Well, there you go. We didn't rewrite so much as broke up the movie, and then just got rid of that last part. If you have fixes of your own, let us know by tweeting us at at SolaceAnimation with the hashtag Haley's Vomit. Tune in next time when we discuss Terminator Dark Fate. Yeah, that's right. We saw it. and It was not good. But hey, we can fix it. See ya.